Hi, I'm a Wilkes. I'm a Nelson. I'm a Grop. And I'm a Spewt. And we call ourselves the Wings. It's an acronym. We are just four ordinary moms with extraordinary bonds. The Lord gathers us all under His wings as a hen gathers her chicks, and we hope to offer a place to gather for our families, friends, and all who wish to join with us. So welcome to our podcast conversation, Under His Wings. Hi, everybody. Welcome again today. We're glad to have you with us. Um, Today, we're going to actually answer a question that we got from one of our listeners, and uh, we really are excited about this. It's got some great meat to it, so hopefully you'll gain some great insights. The question that was asked is, okay, I've been thinking a lot lately about getting some extra training or schooling or to, you know, just try to figure out what I've been put on this earth to do, as well as the addition to my most important job, which is a mom. And she would love to hear how we have found that extra thing and if we felt called to do it and how it's blessed your family. What a great question. (laughs) It's really made us all stop and think and and look back at our lives um, because I love how she said that being a mom was Was her first. Yeah, because, because really it is. And the world can make us all feel like that's not enough, not not fulfilling, not important. You know, we can, we can have somebody else do those really important things like change diapers, right? How how fulfilling is it to change a diaper (laughs) until you start thinking about really what you're doing and how you're serving that baby? It's a, it's a mindset being a mother don't you remember just having to stop at times and back up and and just think okay why what am i doing for this baby this isn't just about poopy diapers and cleaning up throw up um it's, it's connecting yeah that baby at that time and i think it's a, it's about finding those small teachable moments you know, yeah, I remember when I had kids that were one, two, three, four, and five, and then three others in school, and I was pregnant with my ninth, and sometimes I felt like, oh, all I did was change diapers, wipe noses, and pick up toys. But it was amazing, too, if I watched for those sweet opportunities um, when we, when there are those little teaching moments and those hugs and kisses, and I think it's a, a culmination of all of that right, through the years that ends up making the difference. Right. I remember when it, unfortunately, I had more children before I came to this realization of how I cherish the times that I got up in the nighttime with the babies and that it was just silent in the home and it was just me and that baby. I wish I learned that at the beginning, but right, I love those times. Right. Because realistically, we know, I mean, we've all been... Moms of lots of kids. I remember being at your house, Sherry, and I don't know what we were doing, but we came in the kitchen, and there was a whole big, huge bag of the huge bag of Cheerios, like the bag, the bulk bag of Cheerios all over your kitchen and your pantry. And, I mean, that things like that, and then the red dye in the middle of my floor that... 
The stain never came out right, until we replaced the carpet. You know, those are the things that, that wear us down and make us forget, like, you, you know, we. that's why it's so important to take step back and take those moments. We all understand that it can be hard. Yeah. If you can learn who you are and remember the the importance of what the Lord put you here to do, um, you can look back and laugh at those things someday, we promise. Like when R2 put peanut butter oh all over my, my furniture. Gosh, yes. Oh, man, that's awful to try to get out. Oh. Awful. oh, my gosh. Vaseline was what Curtis and Cam did one day. I walked in, and they had helped each other out of their cribs, believe it or not. And I had Vaseline up on a shelf that they managed to get, and it was wiped all over the walls and the cribs and their teddy bears. And Oh, dear. Yeah, it's times like that you do kind of just want to wring your hands and think, oh, you know, Calgon, take me away, <laughs> was the old statement. Yeah. Or you just would long for that. somebody to come in and just say, you're doing such a good job, because sometimes you just felt overwhelmed by it all. Didn't you? But believe it or not, for those with young kids, those years do go by. And, and when you're looking at things from our perspective, they went by so quickly. Oh, so fast. So fast. I love this. I love this quote by Neil L. Anderson when he says, Motherhood is not a hobby, it is a calling. It is not something to do if you can squeeze the time in, it is what God gave you time for. Oh, that was something that has always stuck with me. I love that quote. And I'm so grateful that um, Heavenly Father gave me the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I did get my education early on in, in my marriage because I felt it was so important to do so. But for me, it was always kind of a fallback plan. If something happened to my husband and I needed to provide, I would be able to but I don't feel like an education is ever wasted. Right. And you can always use it. I used it with, you know, for me, it was elementary education was my degree. So, of course, I used that in parenting. And I used it when I taught preschool. And, and it's been very useful. When the listener asked us if we'd been uh, felt called to do any extra training, that uh, comment made me remember when we had the opportunity to take some parenting classes together. And... Um, We've mentioned this gal before. Her name's Carlene, um, Carlene Tanner, and she teaches positive parenting classes. And we were her very first group, and she came to our home and uh, and taught us. And we had little tiny kids, and um, she's now taught for what? My oldest is 33, and so she's taught for at least 27 years. She's now in the church program. She has made a huge difference. So that extra training on how to parent using gospel principles uh, really, really was amazing. I'm so grateful that I took that class. And, and um, so as far as extra training and mothering, oh, there's so many opportunities out there for that kind of a thing. And um, to look for those in your community, she actually has a lot of her stuff online as well. So um, that was cool for us. I agree. Remember, Connie, tell us what happened with you after you got your degree. Yeah, I actually really um, enjoyed being able to get my education too. Um, when I was getting ready to graduate, I had already had Brianne, and she was probably, I don't know, 15 months, um, and I was pregnant with Heather, and I was like bursting, you know, ready. And so I remember um, 
people saying, oh, you're ready to graduate. Now what are you going to do? As I'm looking down at my full stomach and um, a protruding tummy and <laughs> holding my daughter in the other hand, you know, I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to go do? Yes, I got my degree. That was a goal I'd always wanted. Um, but realistically, I was shocked that they were asking me that because of course, in my mind, it, my natural thing was I was just going to be a mom. And when I say just be a mom, that was not really what I meant there. What I mean is I was ready to go and be a full-time mom. And, and I kind of felt like they were telling me that wasn't enough. Matter of fact, they're shocking. <laughs> Look at me was like, oh, so why did you get your degree? So that was, that was an interesting experience for me. But, um, yeah, I, I really always wanted to get a degree, but it was, it was just something I knew I would have and no one could ever take it away from me. And to be quite honest, it's made me a better and more confident person and a very, um, fulfilled person. So for me, that was, that was a blessing, but, um, I, I, I was really uh, shocked when that was the response from a lot of people. Yeah. Sometimes people just want us to feel like, gosh, if you got that education, why are you going to waste it? You know, mm -hmm. you need to go out there and use it. And like we've already mentioned, sometimes the world makes you f feel like, oh, you need to ma be making some other contribution besides just being a mother. Um, but I really like this quote by Quentin L. Cook. No woman should ever feel the need to apologize or feel that her contribution is less significant because she is devoting her primary efforts to raising and nurturing children. Nothing could be more significant in our Father in Heaven's plan. My thought when you were mentioning that, Sherry, because um, I never felt like I needed to do something else or... I didn't have, I didn't get my education before I got married or in our early marriage. But one way I felt like I could help out that I learned a lot is to learn how to be frugal and to learn how to make everything from scratch, make my own bread, learn how to make meals that, are, that were inexpensive and learn how to improvise. And le you learn how to garden. Right. And grow your own food. Right. I feel like I've learned so much, and I feel like that helped us financially so that I could still be at home. I know that with me, I needed um, to make a little bit of extra money, and um, I hate to cook, so I didn't want to learn how to do that, <laughs> but um, my mom asked for me to come and help her do some of her jobs and, um, and knew that that would help me with... Um, uh, bringing in some money while Vaughn was going to school full time, and I was, um, and he was working full time. We were just really struggling financially, and so that was fun because I could take my kids um, with me, and it worked into that was the only way I would go is if I could take my kids with me, and um, and I knew that was important for me. I didn't want to go pay daycare, and so that was helpful, and um, and I did pray about that, and that was something I felt prompted to do at that time. Awesome. And Jerry, I know that you recently felt like you need to go back to school. I know. And so so there there comes the the thought, you know, how do you know when you're supposed to do something extra or different or and I was thinking about this and how much our profit, I know we've mentioned this before, 
but over and over it comes to me of why our prophet is telling us every time he speaks to us that we need to hear the voice of the Lord because he is going to guide us and and he's going to help us understand. So for me, it was literally, I, I hadn't really, I had gone to college and hadn't really cared about getting my degree. I, I love my job. I work at an orthodontist. I'm a treatment coordinator. I do marketing and I do a lot of really fun things and I love the people I work with. So it wasn't that I wanted another job, but but the spirit really literally told me to go back to school. That's what I felt like I needed to do. So I'm going back to get my um, bachelor's in marriage and family science, which is what I used to think if I ever did go back to school, that's what I would do. And that's one of the four things that are offered from through BYU-Idaho. And so I, I did the Pathway Program, which is an amazing program. I want to put a plug in that because any of you thinking about going back to school, it is a beautiful, wonderful, and economical way to go back to school That's awesome. through the Pathway Program. So as you can see, we have... Um, Three different examples here. Connie and I both felt it very important to get our education early on and complete it. And Jerry now feels like it's time, and Marlene has never felt that pull. So that's why I think it's it's important that we listen to the Spirit because there's no one answer, right? There's no one right way to do it. I know, you know, I kept my teaching degree up for 15 years. You have to continue to go to, to classes and do different things to keep your teaching certificate current. And about 15, 20 years into it uh, was when we adopted our three little boys at one time. And so that's when I had the five preschoolers and it was time for me to renew that certificate. And I prayed about it and felt like now it was okay to let it go because I was not sure how I was going to fit in, you know, that many credits and try to help these little boys with the transition. And so at that point, I let it go and um, have not needed that teaching certificate. You know, I had to just follow the Spirit in the moment. And so I think that's really kind of the, the key to it is to to follow the Spirit for yeah. what the Lord wants for you and for your life. And and sometimes we were all very blessed that when we had preschoolers, we were able to stay home with them. And even when things were tough, you know, we made the sacrifices. We gave up the nice homes and nice cars, and we didn't take our families on expensive trips or whatever because to us it was worth it, right, to be able to stay at home with our kids in those formative years. And then... There were times where things were really tight, and so we'd pray about it and figure out what it was that we could do to help contribute. Marlene, you just shared, you learned how to do a whole lot of your own cooking and, you know, gardening and things that really helped the budget. Jerry and I, I know for a time, we did crafting. It was back in the days when country crafts were really in, and so we had fun creating things together and selling them at bazaars, but this still allowed us to be at home with our kids. And then Connie and I, for a time, we taught preschool together. Well, 
we, we we taught it separately in our own homes, but it was fun to do it together because we'd call each other and share ideas, and awesome. and then that also benefited our children, you know, plus helps supplement the income. Um, Jerry, how did you know when it was time to go outside of the home to work? Well, I knew when my two girls decided to go on missions at the same time, <laughs> and um, that is something that we we provide for them and we, we pay their way to be on that mission. And, and, um, so it's, it was a little expensive and out of our budget. And so at that time I knew it was time to go to work. And, and it's interesting because I, the way I thought things were going to happen didn't turn out the way they were going to happen. I would just happen to be sitting in my orthodontist office and they asked me if I wanted a job, and I thought, well, I kind of do need a job. Um, <laughs> and and it's just, it's been a, such a blessing because I, I actually know I'm supposed to be there. And if for, for just many, many reasons, I know that's where the Lord wants me to be. When you said you felt that's what you needed to do, um, I had that experience. It came in a roundabout way. Um, Jerry and I had an opportunity to teach aerobics at the church way back years ago when we couldn't afford to go to a, a, a fitness center. And so we found out that they were teaching at the church. So we went ahead and went to that and thought that was cool. But then the ladies who were teaching had to quit. So Jerry and I decided, hey, we'll we'll take this on. So we taught for several months and that gave me some confidence in teaching uh, fitness, which I'd never done before other than high school dances and, or, you know, cheerleading and Jerry was a dancer. So, um, anyway, we did that for a while. And then I found out that they were, um, hiring for water instructor fitness, um, classes at, a uh, fitness center. And so I went and applied for that. And as I pulled up to the building, which I'd never been to before, I had this overwhelming sense of this is going to be a very important part of your life. And I went, how can that happen? I'm only going to teach a couple of classes if I even get this job with no experience. And, um, it actually is what kept me sane through all of the years that, um, we had so much emotional, uh, struggles within our family. I, the Lord knew for my chemical balance, I needed exercise. And I think he also knew I wouldn't do it on my own. I needed the group instruction, but I also needed a class waiting for me that I couldn't talk myself out of going. And, you know, as an extra benefit, I got paid to go. So, uh, that was a really fun experience for me. And it, it, it actually helped me know that's exactly what I was supposed to do. And I taught for 20 years. So that was, that was an awesome experience. I was talking to my sister-in-law because she had told me a story quite a while ago that um, always stuck with me. And she had just had Tamara, their um, their oldest, and Provo High School called and asked her to come back to work. And she was like, oh, man, that would be great. Um, and I have a friend who has a daycare. She could take Tamara. And, oh, my gosh, this is going to be such a blessing. And so she actually went and talked to Eric about it. And he said, is it a blessing? Or is it a test? And, you know, her feelings at first was, 
oh gosh, it's perfect. It's going to fit into place. Um, but she hadn't really stopped to think and to pray, um, and ask Heavenly Father if it really was what she should do. And fortunately she did counsel with Eric. And in the process of that, um, she had those feelings that it was just a test because her real desire was to, to be a mom and to be home with her child and, um, about it. And she prayed about it again. This, this won't be a blessing. My blessing is going to be right now to be with my little infant daughter. You know, Connie, I had a similar experience. There was a time that I was seriously contemplating working outside of my home, and it seemed that we had more children than we had money. And so I thought, well, maybe I should use my degree. Maybe it would be a blessing to the family if I did that. And so Craig and I talked about it, and we started praying about it. And Sunday came, and it was state conference. And we had a visiting general authority there who was there to put in a new state president. And as he stood and spoke to us that day, he said, You know, I had a hard time sleeping last night. I, I think the message that I had prepared to give to you today was not the message the Lord wanted me to deliver. Instead, I think he wants me to speak on the important role of a mother in the home. He said, you know, there's many men we could have called in this stake that would have stepped up and done a fine job as a stake president. He said, but in the, but as a mother, there is no one that can take your place in the life of your child. There is no one else that the Lord can call to fulfill your divine role and your divine responsibility. And I remember it felt like he was looking right at me. But I felt the Spirit wash over me and, and testify and witness to me that that was my answer. That at that time, I was not to be looking outside of the home for work. But I know that's not the case for everyone. And so we, we too recognize that there are many women, mothers, who need to work. It's really not a choice for them. It's necessity. And so to you, we would say, don't feel guilty. Yep. Don't beat yourself up. Recognize that if, if that feels right to you and something that you need to do for your family, then the Lord will help compensate and make up the difference. We'll help you to find that child care that will be a good, a good fit, a good place yep. for your children. I think that's our whole purpose of this podcast is that we want to help mothers and women and and men and whoever follow the spirit and don't beat yourself up if you're doing your best don't don't beat yourself up and but but on the other hand listen to the spirit yeah. right we want to we want to just testify that that the lord will guide you to do those things um one thing that I was thinking about was that we got called, my husband and I got called in recently to the temple. Now, um, I was really nervous. I was thinking, why are we getting called into the temple? Because we, a lot of people work in the temple. And when you work in the temple, as a temple worker, you work for shifts of, of like five or six hours, I think. Um, and, and it's a big commitment and it's every week. And it's a service, and, and it's something I, I totally want to do. 
But I was so nervous the whole way there thinking, is this really what the Lord wants us to do? I'm working almost full time. I'm going to school. I still have teenagers and an 11 year old and, um, you know, just, just everything, everything that everybody has so much to do. And, but I, I had just prayed and prayed that I would be able to, to know if heavenly father, if this is really what you want me to do, I'll do it. And as we went in for that interview with the temple president, he asked about our life and we told him, and he's like, oh, this is not the time for you. <laughs> and I was so thankful because, of, of course, I want to work in the temple and feel that spirit all day long and serve. But it's There's not time my time. It is not my time to do that. Yep. And, and, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I think 10 years ago I would have, you know, felt so guilty and awful. But now I know I, and understand that there are times and seasons for everything. So it's okay. I know. I think that's really important that you knew it wasn't your time. Um, I think that I've had to analyze, are these things that I'm doing, are they satisfying? Are, are they becoming a burden? I mean, to work at the temple, of course, is going to be satisfying, but it would have placed an extra strain on your family potentially. I mean, I think you knew what could you handle. And we had the same experience um, being in Calden and we knew, well, we can't really uh, serve in the temple right now uh, on that five hour, six hour shift. But Vaughn and I for a full year went and worked on Wednesday nights and cleaned the temple. And that was a way we could serve um, as well as handle those things that were important for within our family. But I, I really want to encourage and just say that these things that we start doing and the Lord guides us to, they are, they could be just for a time. Those things that we're guided to, I think we need to consistently um, be in tune with Heavenly Father to know, is this something that is going to continue to bless my family, or is it becoming something that's straining the family? Is it enhancing my, um, my role as a mom? Is it making me a better mom? Um, or is it, has it run its course? And that has been a really, really hard thing for me to um, come to grips with because it really does um, blend into my home life. And it's not in a positive way sometimes. I come home really, really tired in, in some of my situations. And now I'm ready to phase out of my business um, and eventually. And, um, and I think the Lord has known that I needed that while Vaughn was out of work. And, um, it's now worked into where I can potentially turn business over to my daughter who has recently become a single mom. And, um, so that's been an interesting transformation there, but, um, I'm not going to beat myself up, but I am going to learn from this experience. As you know, as you can see, it's been so different for each one of us. Um, you know, I felt called to be a teacher but it was to be a teacher inside of my home, first to my children and then to preschoolers. I've taught preschool in my home two mornings a week for about 15 years and, and loved it. And, you know, I felt called to get my education early on. Jerry, not until later in life. Marlene hasn't felt called to do that at all. And that's, that's because the Lord knows what we're going to need and what what our life plan looks like and what our purpose here is. And 
there's so many things that you can do if you just explore explore your interests. If you're feeling like you need to do something to supplement but still want to be with your kids, then explore those interests. Maybe it's photography. Maybe, you know, it's teaching. Maybe it's cleaning. Maybe it's mm-hmm. crafting, sewing. Well, Marlene, what what made you decide to homeschool for a while? Because my sister-in-law was so into it. No, as well as that, but... Yeah, I felt a strong need to have my kids home. And and I remember that first week or so that we were doing it, it felt so good to not have the evening so stressful because they're doing homework. Mm-hmm. But I remember feeling so satisfied that we could teach them other things that are needful to learn as well as school. Yeah, I think my kids feel like they missed out a lot, but I remember feeling like the Lord wanted us to home, feeling that pull, that same pull to homeschool, and um, I am so grateful for it. I I think my kids look back and think it wasn't the greatest thing for them, but but then some of them do, and I and I keep telling them, but look at the beautiful people you are. You know, you learned more than just about countries. You you also yeah. learned how to be people and how to be productive and how to cook and how to, you know, do other things. And for me, it was all of a sudden I felt like I had a real purpose and yeah. it, it was neat. And yeah. for the time that it lasted, I was, I was glad that we did it. Yeah. We had a good time. We did. And I remember watching you ladies do that and, and contemplating, Hmm, I wonder if that's something I need to do. And I went to the Lord and the spirit told me something completely different for me and my family. And the answer was, no, I need the strength of some of your kids out there in the public schools to, you know, be an example. And so it's just going to be different, right? For every family. And, and I imagine you guys probably won't know until the next life, what some of the real reasons were for, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that the Lord asked you to do that. You know, my daughter Courtney has shared earlier in one of the podcasts about some abuse that she went through as a child um, through a community, you know, from a person in the community. And she felt really strong that those years of homeschooling saved her Mm. because she wasn't out there in the school at that time. Wow. That's cool. And like you say, we won't know. Right. How it affected us or the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, someday we'll know. Yes. Okay. So to end, we want to end with um, a quote by Jeffrey R. Holland. He says, To all mothers in every circumstance, including those who struggle and all will, I say, be peaceful. Believe in God and yourself. You are doing better than you think you are. So until next time, we hope you'll all stay safely under his wings.